Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. And this week we're talking about Park motherfucking Jimin. Yes, Park Jimin. What an exciting episode. For sure. I mean, definitely for me because I'm a huge, huge Jimin bias. And also it's my birthday, so it's kind of like... A birthday present. It's a birthday present. Also, big happy birthday to Kayla. This is just the perfect episode to do on your birthday. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for, you know, like you, it was your idea to do Jimin this week. It was my idea. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know if I really had in the back of my mind that it was your birthday. I want to say that, yes, that is what I meant to do. <laughs> But to be honest, neither of us planned that well. No, no. No. (laughs) But either way, it's great that we get to talk about him this week. And there's a ton of stuff happening in the BTS universe this week as well. But before we dive into it, I just want to say that we are at 81 downloads on iTunes right now. So only 19 more until Bethany gets to talk about Taekook. And yeah, Bethany, you literally texted me yesterday and you were like, I don't think we'll get to do Taekook soon with a sad face. So help a sister out. Is that really what I said? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we'll eventually get there, but I'm actually going to go to Kansas City this coming weekend because it's comeback week. So Kayla and I have to be together when we record our next episode. And I was like, well, if we're going to record an episode, we have to do a ship episode. So I'm like, I don't think Tay Cook's happening anytime soon. So let's just go (laughs) ahead and do another ship episode. So So there's that. There's that. (laughs) Help a sister out. Bethany really wants to talk about Tay Cook. Um, So if you have enjoyed any of our other episodes and if you enjoy this one that you're listening to, but you haven't yet given us a review on iTunes, please do so. It would just super help us out. We'd really appreciate it. Also, it's kind of helpful because there's so many Tay Cook things that have happened so far with, like, them landing in L.A., like, so many airport Tay Cook moments, plus there's this whole BTS fake love official teaser, so... Yeah, totally. Now, you just you just are racking up more and more Tay Cook material. Yeah. Honestly, it's too much. <laughs> it's overwhelming, but I love it, and I'm addicted. <laughs> so I want to say, like... I know we had been doing the young line for who we talked about first, you know, yeah, like we've yeah. talked about Jin and Namjoon and J-Hope. I feel like we were thinking about doing Yoongi next, but like we decided not to. We decided not to because our dear friend Skylar has been standing Min Yoongi and BTS since the I Need You era. Yeah. So that was like back in 2015. And she always makes fun of me because I say that she's a part of the elite army. Oh, for sure. Because she's been in the game for so long. But I've hung out with her so many times, and she Mm -hmm. knows everything about Min Yoongi. I mean, way more than we could ever research. So... I really want her to guest star on the Minyungi episode. Yeah. Um, so we're going to just hold off on it for a little bit. So should we talk about what the hell is happening in, like, with BTS right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> today. Today. Literally today. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Happy birthday, Kayla. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Because the fake love official teaser one came out. 
Yes, today. So, I mean, like, I knew it was coming. Like, we knew, we've known that comeback is May 18th, so we knew that their teasers were coming very soon, but... I feel like I was still unprepared. Like, oh no, I was. Unpre- I actually thought that they were going to release it tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah, because uh, I thought that would make sense. Tuesday and Wednesday there'd be teaser one and teaser two, and then on Thursday they would release the official music video. Mm-hmm. But no, <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much. So. <laughs> When this episode, this podcast episode is released, at least one or two more teasers and then even potentially the official music video for Tear will have already been released. But for the intro for today's episode, we are just so in love and so excited about this teaser. We just have to talk about it briefly. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly kind of breeze through it. Once we do our episode this weekend, we will definitely go more in depth on the teasers and the official music video and the album. Because <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. We're going to have to skip all of the other comebacks and get back to them at a later date. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So the teaser, this official teaser one, it begins with a definition written in light purple. And it's like slightly italicized font. And it says, Magic Shop is a psychodramatic technique that exchanges fear for a positive attitude. And so we see each member except Jungkook kind of unenthusiastic enthusiastically walk up into like the where there's this booth Mm -hmm. and the booth it could potentially be the magic shop question mark like we don't really know but standing inside this booth is a hooded figure and it's in a decorative white mask Mm -hmm. so there each member exchanges an item that was presented in the wings short films for an item that was presented in their highlight reel stories so for example j-hope exchanges the snickers bar and the mama Um, short film for the birthday cake that we see given to him in the Love Yourself highlight reel. Uh, Namjoon exchanges a shattered mirror from Reflection for a hair tie that we also see in the Love Yourself highlight reel, and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. So after everyone leaves this room, with Young actually being the last one to exit, we see Jungkook frantically arrive late to the scene, or maybe... He's shoved by someone. It kind of looks like he's shoved or he's really rushing. Like he fell into it. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely arriving in an unorderly fashion. He kind of loses his footing. He like is hunched over, you know, things like that. So Jungkook doesn't exchange anything. But the hooded figure slides a box with a key to him, mm-hmm. and Jungkook just studies this key with his beautiful face. My goodness. Um, those contacts, that hair. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so the lights in the room kind of flash on, and that's his cue to turn around, and it guides him to the door. So there, he's directed into this room where he uses the key to enter, and then the scene completely changes, which I'm beginning to see a common theme with BTS teasers, mm-hmm. hinting back to the danger era where it's just like, oh, completely change of scenery here. Yeah, like this is the transition. Mm-hmm. So we went from this artistic, vibrant room with murals painted on the floor, a beautiful classical piano playing in the background, and these colorful tie-dye, very psychedelic outfits to this room. And the room that he enters is empty and deserted and on the floor lies like rubble and sitting in the center of the room are six coat racks and we see those in singularity and then standing in between all of these coat racks is another hooded 
masked figure. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, just like any other BTS teaser that ever existed, the screen goes completely black, and (laughs) in fucking acapella with no instrumental, we hear Jimin and Taeyong's beautiful voices harmonizing with one another, this small part of the upcoming hit track, Fake Love. Yes, 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 yes. Like, wow. It's so good. It's like haunting and it like it give it gave me chills. And I I feel like the entire time that I was watching the teaser, I was just kind of like trying to absorb what was happening. But when we got that little snippet of the song at the end. I lost it. I was like, oh my god! Like, I know. It, it's impressive. I mean, overall, I'm shaking. It's so good, and we literally heard like five seconds of it. I know. Like, the whole world is shaking. Shaking. And yeah, just from that brief snippet of that song, like, you can tell it's so different and so distinct from other BTS songs. Like, we only heard five seconds of it, but wow. Wow. They just continue continue to impress me and throw me off guard like wow cannot wait for the second teaser absolutely yeah absolutely it's gonna be too much I'm not even going to attempt to talk about the theories. I think we can definitely talk about that in our upcoming episode. But man, there are some seriously insane yet very legitimate and justifiable theories that have been developed by armies. But it's just like... There's too many. It's too much. I can't it's handle too much. it. You know I'm a theories person now since I did that whole theory episode. But I feel like 80% of the theories that are on Twitter right now will all be like disproven by thursday like oh yeah for when, the, sure. when the actual <laughs> mv drops and like the actual album drops like i'll be like okay no that doesn't make sense anymore bye so <laughs> i'm still gonna go along with the take cook theories because it's me <laughs> oh, I mean, for sure. I'm not going to try to stop you. <laughs> so something that I want to talk about that I saw today. Um, today, BTS traveled from Korea to LAX and they're, you know, in the States now for the Billboard Music Awards and for Ellen And the LA Area Army coordinated this thing called BTS Purple Ribbon Army. And it is absolutely amazing. They had like a whole hashtag BTS Purple Ribbon Army. Basically, it's a project coordinated by the army in that area with a goal of showing BTS that we love them and want to protect them. And they did this by forming a safe and peaceful path for BTS through the airport. And all army there was wearing like purple ribbons and holding purple ribbons like to act as barriers between them and the open walking space. I saw a video on Twitter of a girl like of, you know, showing everybody lined up and ready to go. Um, I saw pictures of people's shirts that they said like BTS purple purple ribbon like something on there it was so fucking wonderful and beautiful and wow yeah like this is the community that bts has built like full of people who genuinely care about the well-being and happiness and safety of others and it is so fucking powerful and i love it this is like what we are here for yes so I just, I had to shout that out. I had to say, you know, thank you, LA area and surrounding area army for planning this and participating in it. It was so amazing. And it's just like the small things that we can try to do to show BTS how much we love and care and appreciate them. 
and, you know, support them when things have been, um, you know, I'm not going to bring up specific things because I don't want to give things more attention than they've already been yeah, given. Yeah. But things have been kind of hard for um, for them lately. There's been th- some things in the news. And, um, you know, so just seeing ARMY come together in this way and we have the whole history with like BTS and purple stuff. Yeah. It was it was so it was so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And honestly, Kayla, I did not know about this until I read it in the Google Doc and I texted you like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're bringing this up. I had no idea that ARMY had done this. Yeah. And it makes me so, so happy. And I think BTS probably just feels so loved. And again, with everything kind of going on right now, like I, I think it's they needed that. Yeah. They really, I think, needed that. And thank you so much to the LA Army for organizing that. That is just amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's It just goes to prove, like, it, it just embodies BTS's message, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, what they want to do and how they are trying to tell us that we should present ourselves to the world and act towards others. So to see ARMY embodying that message, it was just beautiful. Yes. Anyways. Okay, so that was kind of a long intro, but we kind of had a lot to talk about. But let's go ahead and just talk about Park Jimin. Yes. Oh, how exciting. Park Jimin. Mm-hmm. So starting with his bio slash background, his full name is Park Jimin. Mm-hmm. His nicknames are, so his stage name is Jimin in all caps, which I actually didn't know that. Mm. Um, but that's his stage name. But his other nicknames include Jiminy, Chim Chim, Sexy Mochi, my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. And then is it Mange or Menge? Yeah, I think so. Mange. Yeah. And that means rice cake, which is so fitting for him. His cheeks. So cute. So cute. So he was born on October 13th, 1995. He's 22 years old and he was born in Busan, South Korea. And he is 174 centimeters tall He's the shortest member of BTS, but only by one centimeter. Yoongi is the second shortest. Um, but for all of our Americanos, including Kayla and I, <laughs> he is 5'9". Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad that you told me that because I, I don't know centimeters. I don't know centimeters <laughs> either. I feel like I really should. I mean... I mean, the rest the rest of the world uses I'm, it. So. I'm not in the science community. I'm not going to... Don't, I don't need to know. It's It's fine. <laughs> Okay, so Jimin is blood type A, and a quick, you know, Google search for Korean blood type meanings for, in Korea, a blood type A, some positive traits would be conservative, introverted, reserved, patient, punctual, and inclined to be perfectionist. Yeah, so... I think some of those are Jimin. Sure. <laughs> I would I would not describe him as conservative. Like he's always shouldering his showing his, his fucking bare shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, like he, yeah, yeah, no. Not no. conservative, very flirty. That should yeah. that describes him more. Um I also would not describe him as introverted or reserved. I think he's very bubbly <laughs> and sociable. It can depend on his mood. I mean, anyone can be reserved at times, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But overall, I would not call him introverted. Overall, not all the time yeah but i could definitely see patient he is so patient Mm -hmm. and he is just a good listener i can see him being punctual and definitely definitely a perfectionist oh for sure a perfectionist some of the worst traits for blood type a are listed as obsessive stubborn self-conscious and uptight which 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes to all of those. Yeah. I feel like those are things that we all struggle with, though. But just knowing, seeing like the things that we've seen about Jimin that have become more personal, like things from Burn the Stage, we can kind of see some of those traits come through. Mm -hmm. I can kind of see how him and J-Hope are kind of similar in personality sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how in our J-Hope episode, we kind of agreed that J-Hope is this kind of perfectionist, you know, but he's also like, he's been described as the cleanest member and like orderly and things like that. And honestly, I kind of see Jimin to be a little uptight or like things need to go a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's flexible and patient, but I also, I see him being a little uptight about things. Yeah, I feel like he can be flexible and patient when it comes to others, but I think he can be a little bit uptight or like self-conscious or obsessive. I feel like those can be synonyms when you apply them in like maybe the way that he presents himself, like the way he looks or, you know, over his craft, like over his voice and how he sings and like each little note, like he very much wants to refine every little thing and in his dancing as well. So I could see those. Mm -hmm. And I could, like, those things can become negative things, you know, but they're not always a bad thing. Yeah, they can benefit him as well. Yeah. So also type A blood, they are referred to as farmers in some descriptions. So type A's are said to be considerate of others and loyal to a fault. They can also be secretive and reluctant to share their feelings. And apparently they don't hold their liquor well. (laughs) (laughs) I like really want to see a video of like Jimin after having had alcohol, you know, or like a video where they're like talking about it because some other members have talked about like other members drinking like gin drinking or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't heard anything about I just feel like Jimin would be so fun. Oh, I bet he's a fun time for sure. For sure. (laughs) Yes. His zodiac sign is a Libra, which I found out that... So I'm a Taurus, and I found out that Libras and Tauruses do not go together. Oh, they're not compatible? Apparently. (laughs) But... I feel like you and Jimin are very different, though. Very different. Similar, but different. Very different. Yeah. (laughs) But I just love and appreciate everything about him, so it's okay. Oh, Um, yes. Libras are kind, gentle, and lovers of beauty, harmony, and peace. However, in their effort to keep everyone happy, they may find it difficult to say no to anyone, and as a result, they end up getting easily stressed. Hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I'm not one to keep everyone happy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jimin, I feel like his main goal really as being a member of BTS is he cares about all of the members so much. Like it's very obvious how much he cares about them. Mm -hmm. But I can definitely see that he really goes out of his way to make sure that everyone is happy. Yeah. And I think RM does that too. But I think Jimin really takes on that role of like this caring, like someone, he's like a shoulder you can cry on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very supportive. So in terms of education, he went to Busan High School of Arts. Mm-hmm. He was the top student in the Department of Dance. And more specifically, he studied modern dance. Yes. Yeah, definitely can see that. Uh, yeah, we remember that video of him? Yeah. At, like, the dance recital? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> you know, the one that I didn't know about that you knew oh, about? Oh, the ballet like, one. Yes, Yeah, yes. where he was in, like, a copper open shirt and basically underwear. Like, Yeah, yeah. God. 
mesmerizing. That's when he was in <laughs> this school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he was a top <laughs> student there, but then he ended up transferring schools, and his dance teacher actually encouraged him to audition for an entertainment company. Whoa. So his dance teacher actually saw his potential and really encouraged him to go out and audition, you know, and put himself out there. So he transferred to the Korean art school, and he attended that school with Young, which is so cute. I mean, hello, 95 Line again. And they graduated in 2014. And then I also read somewhere that he also went to Global Cyber University. Mm. Um, I still don't really know what that university is. I probably should look it up. I feel like it's just an online university. Is it just an online? I mean, it's called Global Cyber University. So I was assuming it's an online university, like online courses. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. So about his family... Uh, We know that he is the oldest child in his family. He has a younger brother named Park Ji-young, and his brother was born in 1997, and they are said to look similar to each other by fans who have seen. Jimin has this one vlog that he shortly shows his brother in it, and people also say that they share the same laugh. Aww. Can we please just pause and talk about Jimin's laugh, though? Like, Oh my gosh, yes. I want to say it's like wind chimes. It's so bubbly and light. And if his laugh had a color, it would be gold. Like, it's just beautiful. I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's like a baby's laugh. I hate to say, like, <laughs> you know, like when babies, this sounds terrible, but like when a baby laughs, like you can't help but just smile and think it's so cute and sweet. Aww. And that's the similar kind of thing that I get when I hear Jimin laugh. Like, it's just so pure. So pure. Pure. Just pure happiness. Oh, yes. Yeah. But he laughs all the time, which I also really love. Like, I mean, it's not hard to make him laugh. He just finds so much joy in everything, it seems like. Yes, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we know about his family life or whatever is that his father owns a small restaurant in Busan called Alice's Table. And not much else is really known about his family or his childhood, which, as we've mentioned in other episodes, that's pretty normal. We like it. We care about their privacy Mm -hmm. yes you know whatever's out there is out there because that's what they've told us that's what they've let us know but we're not gonna go digging for more you know no no yeah i agree (laughs) anyways before we super dive in let's just do some like random facts about jimin just some cute things some random things i want to bring up that he has a tiny little baby pinky and it's just too cute it's so cute it's so it's so short and chubby so chubby chubby. chubby. oh my gosh it's like he has it's like he had a normal sized finger but then someone just like smashed it down (laughs) so it's like scrunched it yeah it's like scrunched <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, his his hands are very small. Yeah. But his pinky is so so baby tiny, and yeah, the chubbiness is it's just too cute, too mm-hmm. cute. To all of our listeners, if you haven't seen it already, there's definitely some sort of like BTS Gaio or some sort of BTS interview where they have Young put his pinky next to Jimin's. Oh and like, God. That was the moment where I just, I mean, Young has ridiculously large hands. Like his fingers are really long. It's yeah. like not proportional. But no. So his, for his pinky to be next to Jimin's, it just, it's like really weird to look at, but man, so cute and tiny. <laughs> 
Yes. Some other random facts. Uh, his favorite foods are pork, duck, chicken, fruit, and kimchi. And I also want to say that I know that, like, pork katsu specifically, it was in a run episode. That's like a thin panko breaded fried crispy cut up pork, mm. you know, piece. That I know is his favorite dish. He loves pork katsu. Oh, yummy. Yeah. He was the last member to join BTS, and, uh, like, he's been kind of self-conscious about it in the past. He's, like, said in an interview, like, you know, I barely made it in, basically. And sometimes the members give him a lot of shit for for this. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think it's just lighthearted. It's just playful. It's very lighthearted. They're just trying to get Jimin to, like, get in a frenzy. Like, he just, they like to see him get all stirred up, and it's cute. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they try to make him mad because he can be so bubbly and like lighthearted that they just want to push him and see like what they can do you know just like friends you know yeah Jimin's favorite colors are blue and black and hello I'm thinking about their home dance party urban dance performance where he's wearing the blue button down and black pants it's a look oh yes 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 uh he was once in a facial cleanser commercial and it is absolutely i mean it's it's kind of really funny oh my gosh okay kayla i literally watched that for the first time last night like, really i wasn't even researching <laughs> i was hanging out with amber and sarah and we were just watching videos and i was like what is this and i see this random man washing his face so i'm like <laughs> what is he doing in a bts compilation video and then after he washes his face like he comes up he rinses off his you know the the foam on his face and then he comes up and it's Park Jimin. <laughs> like It's Park Jimin. Yes. Like, this face wash is so amazing. It's going to transform your face into Park Jimin. Yeah. It was supposed to be, like, youthful and brightening and cleansing and, like, all this stuff. It was just so funny. But to see Jimin's, like, shining, perfect face with his, like, beautiful smile just pop up, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but he's also being a total goofball with it, too. Like, yeah. you can tell he's having fun with it. He thinks it's ridiculous. But I think the whole point of it is it's a it's a funny commercial yeah another thing about jimin is that he's clumsy which i think is funny that he's like a dancer but he's also clumsy he's always falling or tripping or slipping or bumping into things he literally tripped in the airport today he did he landed in la today and he (laughs) tripped yeah poor baby and somebody caught him because he tripped into them into like the back of them yeah yeah But the thing is, is like he always recovers quite gracefully. He does. So it almost looks like he means to do it. No. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. But I mean, it's just so graceful. So there's like a BTS run episode. I forgot which one it is. But he ends up like falling out of his chair. But then he like quickly props his legs up on the chair. Mm. Like he fashionably just like falls. And it looks like he meant to do it. And then also you can't forget that one live performance when they're on stage. And I think he was like kicking a hacky sack. Yeah. And he's like doing a really good job. And then he loses it. And he just goes into like straight splits. <laughs> up on like a ramp. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can call that really falling or tripping. But I mean, no. he fell still, kind of. That's just Jim and being extra. <laughs> I mean, so extra, just full on splits. <laughs> He's just the best. <laughs> he really is. 
We've talked a lot about his smile already, but we haven't specifically talked about his eye smiles, which Mm. I feel like is a main feature of Park Jimin. Because the way that his eyes are shaped when he smiles, his eyes smile so much and they're like so wide and so cute. And like, it's just his whole face is so affected, like so happy. His eyes look so happy and it's just so, it just adds to his cuteness and like how genuine he is. His eyes are very unique looking. Like, the shape of them are very unique. Like, his eyelids are still kind of like, I don't know, hooded? Yeah, kind of hooded. I would say hooded. I have hooded eyes. I feel like they're kind of hooded. Yeah, but his eyes are big at the same time. Yeah, very big. It's like these large eyes hiding under these hoods. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just, like, mesmerizing. Like, yeah. his makeup, whenever his makeup is done, wow. Mm-hmm. And also, he'll use his eyebrows a lot to his advantage. Because when you have hooded eyes, when you wa- raise your eyebrows, it can really make your eyes cha- look like they're changing shape. So, he'll use that a lot in his expressions. So, a lot of times when he smiles, his eyebrows are raised because, like, your face raises up when you smile but his eyes kind of close more because he's smiling so big and I just think that's what makes it so 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 cute yes yes I agree uh the last thing that I have to say is something that I've said many a times uh is that Jimin is a demon I just feel like now we've said it so much you've said it so much I've said you it so have much. said it so much but I just I'm rolling like... my eyes over here <laughs> I'm literally rolling my eyes. Well, I just, it's its time to just explain. You know, every time I say, oh my God, Jimin is a demon, I'm not saying that he's like actually a demonic spirit from hell here to like <laughs> kill us or torture us. Um, but he like, he does physically pain me sometimes. But what I'm saying about him his, is a demon. And it also kind of ties in with like his nicknames like Chim Chim and Jiminy and Sexy Mochi is that he can be extremely incredible incredibly just cute and adorable and fluffy and soft and like the like cotton candy like the cutest fucking thing you've ever seen in the world and in a split second he will turn into this sexy brooding uh just like scary attractive scary seductive man and you're like how how is this the same person you know so it must be demonic powers basically i'm just it's you know that's just what it is okay so yes there there's there's jimin is a demon explained so anytime that he changes from like super cute to super hot really quick or really anytime he does something super hot that just shouldn't be real and obviously he had to summon some sort of dark power to be able to do that that is when he was a demon okay explained (laughs) explained (laughs) if you all didn't get enough explanation from other episodes (laughs) now you fully understand sorry okay I just say it too much, so... No, it's funny. (laughs) So, let's go ahead and go into the roles that Jimin has in BTS. So, Jimin is one of the main vocalists. Mm -hmm. And his voice is just perfect and i don't know how to describe it very serene he's got like the higher he hits those higher notes Mm -hmm. he can definitely get into the upper octaves and the upper range and he really like bts i don't know what they would do without jimin Mm. i mean those beautiful like background like a lot of the times yeah like i hate that it goes unnoticed sometimes Mm -hmm. but if you listen to any bts song you'll hear like those high just kind of like ooh and ahs Mm -hmm. and stuff all those runs 
Yes, it's purely Jimin and it's beautiful. Yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Tears would not be the same without Jimin's high notes. Oh, no, no. I mean, I showed, I sent you that video earlier, the 2-3 live performance where ARMY surprised BTS by purpling all the ARMY bombs. And so they Mm -hmm. said it was like a purple ocean, which BTS has this thing with purple, like purple and ARMY and it's like love. And anyways, so... I love it, yeah. Jimin in that song, he hits this super high note at the end like two of them and they are beautiful and they are strong and they're there but like he's not shown on camera at the time so if you're not listening for it I feel like it's super easy to miss because it's not part of the main melody but Mm -hmm. he's there you know he does hit those high notes yeah and like I feel that Jungkook can hit those high notes just like Jimin can but something about Jimin's voice is so it brings a different element yeah. than than John Cook's can. I mean, John Cook's just it. No matter where his voice is singing, it it's very much sounds the same. Mm-hmm. But when Jimin hits those high notes, it's like he can control and like just morph his voice a little bit to sound just more beautiful. I don't know. It just really beautifully lays over the top of everything else. Mm-hmm, yes. If it was Jungkook hitting those notes, just because Jungkook is the lead vocalist, I feel like it would come through too much instead of just being kind of like the cherry on top. Yes, yes. That's exact. That's the perfect way to put it. I didn't know how to explain it. That's exactly <laughs> how, That's exactly what I was thinking. I knew what you meant. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. You're better with words than me. <laughs> you so, have the great ideas. <laughs> (laughs) Okay, this is why we work well. Yeah. So then he also is a dancer, obviously. So he is one of the lead dancers. He's part of the dance line. And Mm -hmm. there's just so much to say about his dancing. I mean, all we're just really going to say right now is that it is one of his roles in BTS. Yeah. I mean, we really have strongest roles. We really already broke down everything we really have to say about Jimin's dancing in our dance line episode. So if you haven't listened to that and you want to hear about Jimin's dancing along with J-Hope and Jungkook's dancing, go and listen to that episode. Yes. And then lastly, Jimin is a visual. He really is. I think everyone is a visual, but Jimin is a visual. Yes. He has a title. I mean, Jin is the official visual, but Jimin is also considered a visual. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so let's get into Jimin's personality. I have so much to say, so I'm just kind of gonna gonna go. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jimin is an extremely empathetic and nurturing individual. He is always quick to show and encourage, like to show support for the other members and to encourage the other members. And he always shares in other members' joy, but he's always seen taking care of the other members in their sadness. He is an incredible friend in that way. I just really feel like he's close with every member and that his relationship with every member is really, really important to him. Yes, yes. So I just love that. Um, The other members have said in an interview, like, J-Hope said this and all the other members agreed with him that they he goes to Jimin to like relieve stress because Jimin will always listen to their concerns and their problems and like what they're going through. And when J-Hope said that, all the other members were like, yeah, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's Jimin. Um, 
along with just being a great listener and a great friend in all of those ways, he loves to laugh and he loves to make his members laugh and he loves to like get everyone to have fun. Um, he can be very goofy at times, especially when he's around Jungkook or Young, mm-hmm. or when he's just like in an environment where he gets to relax, like that time that him and Namjoon made that crazy video in the hotel where they were like bouncing around on, on the couch and oh, that's one doing of my air favorites. guitars. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. So, you know, he's a dork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's he's adventurous, you know, he's always down to try something new or do something exciting. Uh, we see it in the way that he approaches things in the run episodes, like, and he, he can get very serious about it at the same time. Anyways, he's very funny and he's so cute. Like he's so adorable with the things that he says and with the things that he does. Uh, And at the same time, we see all of this, all of that. There's one part of him and then there's the other part of him where um, I guess maybe his blood type comes in where he can be very critical of himself. And I think that Jim and Stans have known and suspected this for a long time, but we were able to like confirm our thoughts and our worries about this in episodes of Burn the Stage. Um, he made a few small vocal errors. Very like, small. Not even noticeable. Yeah, no. Like, for example, his voice cracking and he cried. And then there was also a time in Japan where I remember actually we were we were armies by this point. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, we but, were. Yeah, but we saw this part in Burn the Stage also where he couldn't perform in Japan. He couldn't dance because he was having really, really bad muscle pain. And he cried before the concert. And in the clip in Burn the Stage, he had like his hood up and a hat on and the hat was down really low. So it was like covering his eyes. And you could just see him wiping away tears and sniffling and you know he felt like he let himself down he felt like he let his members down the crew down and he felt like he let army down i wish that he knew that everything that he does is perfect and that he could never let army down he could never let us down no matter what he did like he's just a perfect angel he's so humble he's truly sent to love and protect us all yes and just seeing his face brightens my day and his smile makes the world a better place. Yes. I think that definitely is the best way. I mean, you just wrapped it all up. That is his personality to a T. Something I personally really love about Jimin is kind of how bashful he can get. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely gets bashful a lot. And it's always about like really stupid, cute things. Like, yeah. I, and I think the members kind of feed off of that. I think the members really like to see him get bashful. So one... Me- like one moment I'm thinking of in particular is actually a G Cook moment, which is very unlike me. <laughs> very unlike you. I know, but I'm going to mention it because it is cute. So all of our G Cook listeners, here you go. Jimin is laying on the ground and he's doing either like, I think it's an informal photo shoot. Maybe it's formal. I don't know, but he's oh laying God. on the ground. He's like eating yes. something like grapes or fruit. <laughs> I don't really know. And Jungkook is filming him and you can tell that I mean you could you could say that Jungkook is actually into Jimin I don't really know but in my mind Jungkook knows that Jimin gets very bashful so <laughs> Jungkook is like oh you look so good oh, oh you're so sexy so like, sexy oh and I mean 
He is talking in a very seductive voice. Yeah. And Jimin just can't take it. Jimin is just laughing and he's just so shy and he's like, stop it. I love it. I love it. Oh. Yeah. But again, he's, you. I mean, you really said it. He is just so empathetic. He is so nurturing. Like, in Burn the Stage, when Jin and Taeyong got in that fight, mm-hmm. everyone left the room because they were like, okay, let them work it out. But Jimin is standing outside the door and, like, makes his way in <laughs> and just wants to make sure that everything's okay. Like, he's just buttoned in. Yeah. But you can tell he just, it's almost, like, out of his control. Like, he just has to be there and he has mm-hmm. to make sure that everyone's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's so many clips of him specifically going to members who are crying and comforting them. Like when J-Hope got the video message from his parents for his birthday in the conference room and every member of BTS cried and J-Hope was like just he just broke down you know, in just crying when his dad came on the screen and his parents were telling him how much they love him and how proud they are of him. And Jimin was clinging to J-Hope, just being there as a comfort and as a support. And then like when Young was on stage and he was telling ARMY about his recent grandmother's passing and how, you know, much it was affecting him and how sad and heartbreaking it was, it was Jimin who went over to him mm-hmm. to, you know, hug him and to comfort him and then you know another time on stage Yoongi saw his family in the audience and he got down to bow down all the way on the ground his whole body you know kneeling bowing all the way on the ground knees and you know forearms on the ground head down and then he just started crying because you know he was so overwhelmed and that his family was there and that he was able to make them proud and who was it that came right over to him and stayed with him until he stopped crying and got back up park jimin Jimin, and he just you know stayed there and rubbed his back and you Uh know he is just so caring and so loving he is the member that anyone could go to and he's just a shoulder to cry on i think like namjoon is the leader of the group and i think a lot of people go to him whenever there's conflict and things but he's more of like the voice of reason yeah you know and i can see that if someone just needs to cry and not really have a solution or or want to hear a solution they just need to vent mm-hmm. park jimin is the one they go to yes. and he's such a good listener he's so loving and nurturing that it's just bts i think just is so fortunate and they feel very fortunate to have jimin as a part of their team yeah we say this all the time that bts would not be BTS without each and every member. Every single member is essential. They, you know, they would not be as huge, as successful, as amazing, as incredible if they didn't have each one of these perfect, perfect men. So, of course, Jimin has this place and this role and, um, you know, he loves BTS and they love him very much. Yes. So, let's talk. You kind of said one of the best Park Jimin moments. Um, Did I? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry. That was, I mean, I didn't have that one written down, but I love that moment that you were were talking about. So, it's kind of a good time to jump into some other Park Jimin moments 
moments. Um, Mm -hmm. So something that I want to talk about that goes along with him just being very sweet and caring was it's I saw this clip from a YouTube video. The account that posted it is called Armies S. Zutter. And the video is called Jimin's Sincere Words Make BTS Shed Tears. And it's during the BTS Talk to Army epilogue concert. So all of the members, it was like the end of the performance and they were saying a little thing. So it was Jimin's turn to say his little thing. And he started off by thanking Hitman Bang PD and all of his friends and acquaintances and family that support him. And he thanked all of the people that work for the company and all of the people that work for um, like help out with the stage performances. And And then he stopped, you know, he was, they were standing in their normal order. So he was second from the right standing in between Namjoon and J-Hope. But he kind of put his hand to his mouth, like he was getting choked up a little bit. And he stepped to his left. So he was on the far end of the line. And he turned to look down at all the members. And he started from the furthest from him to the closest to him. And he said their names. So he started off with Young and Jin mm-hmm. and Yoongi. And he said all of their names, not their stage names, their names. And then he said that he was thankful for them most. And he had tears in his eyes. And J-Hope teared up and Jungkook teared up. And uh, he said that they taught him how to reflect on himself and how to become happy. And he said that when (laughs) when they started, he had so much to learn and that he wasn't that impressive. But his brothers really helped lead him to where he is now. And, you know, he ended with saying he is so happy to be part of this team and he made every single member either emotional or like cry oh i know like seeing seeing jungkook i mean you could see the tears just running down his face yeah and to see j-hope get choked up like that oh j-hope and jimin are so close i know and for some reason whenever okay whenever the young line cries Mm -hmm. it gets me it really gets me yeah and rm i'm pretty sure rm had some tears definitely forming like you could see like this water line was just full and it was hard to tell with him because he had like thick glasses on yeah he did have thick glasses on so cute um But yeah, it just, I actually really hadn't fully seen this. I had seen clips of it. And so today I watched it for the first time all the way through. And just how sincere Jimin is when he does this. Like, he's not trying to make a scene or anything. Like, he's not trying to put on an act. Like, you can tell how sincere he is when he does this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I am really hateful towards Taylor Swift. Sorry if you have Taylor (laughs) Swift listeners. I'm so sorry. But whenever she's like... Oh, thank you. Like, oh, like it just seems so fake. Yeah. And Jimin, how he like turns to face every single member. Like he's Mm -hmm. not looking out at the audience. He is looking at them. Yeah. And he says every one of their names. And even to see like Taeyang get choked up. And Taeyang is kind of weird with his emotions, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So to see that. And I love how RM and Suga both say thank you Mm -hmm. before he even finishes. Yes, so sweet. 
I just, it, I mean, it just, it's him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I also want to talk, I feel like I've mentioned, I know that I've mentioned this performance a long time ago. Um, it needs to be talked about. It needs it's to be. T- this Jimin's episode, we need to talk about this. This, this House of Cards performance, specifically, like, if you look on YouTube, a House of Cards Jimin focus, it is so fucking amazing. It is one of my favorite <laughs> Jimin performances. I feel like every Jimin stan either knows or needs to know about this performance because you need to love it and you need to appreciate it. Let me just tell you. <laughs> you know, Bethany, for a long time, she didn't understand why I love this performance so much. I really, I really didn't. You made me watch it every time we hung out. Because <laughs> was, like, was so good. This video again. <laughs> you were like, he's just standing there. But then you watched the the Young focus video for the same mm. performance and you were like oh okay I get it yes I get it so let me just talk about it so the lighting is like soft and white but it's the only lighting and it's like coming from kind of forward and above so it's providing a high contrast which that high contrast between light and dark shadows really accentuates his angles and just like everything he's doing you can see his jawline you can see his eyes you can see his hand and the definition on his hand you can see oh my god his fucking cheekbones in this video his cheekbones and his forehead and his brows and the way that he furrows his brows oh my god and you can see his his perfect lips and the way that they catch the lighting and there's like this big ass shadow underneath his bottom lip and also he's wearing a fucking hoop earring so what more do you need okay and on top of this visual masterpiece and hitting all the angles and working with the lighting he has in the perfect in the posture it's so <laughs> sexy he has perfect perfect amazing vocals it's so sexy it's so seductive and melodic and just beautiful it really is though if you have not seen that performance you need to go watch pull over your car right now and pull go it watch. over <laughs> stop on pull the side of the road the car over it doesn't matter if you're on the highway <laughs> Yes, it does. Be safe. <laughs> There's a shoulder for a reason to watch YouTube videos. <laughs> of Park Jimin. <laughs> of Park Jimin. Excuse me, ma'am. What are you doing? Sorry, I need to watch this video of Park Jimin. It's an emergency. <laughs> so also, of course, we have to talk about serendipity. We'll, we'll eventually talk about this video, I feel like, in totality when we get to talking about the Love Yourself Her era. Yes, and the DNA era. We will definitely hit on that at some point. Yes, in a while. I mean, Corey the other day was like, you have an infinite amount of episodes. I was like, we really do. We really do. But really, this video is a true aesthetic work of art. And his voice and his visuals in it are just unsurpassed to date. I mean, until Love Yourself Tear comes out, which will be their best album of all time. Uh, <laughs> this His his vocals in this are unsurpassed. He has such a sweet, loving voice and his facial expressions are amazing. He like sneaks in some sneaky smiles and he's just a sweet baby. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that um, every single Jim and Stan knows the part where we all die during this song. And it's when the first chorus hits because and we just cry because he goes you know i know no 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 and that means you're mine i'm yours so he's saying you know i know you're mine i'm yours and then he just just let me love 
and then he just in the video he falls back into like the galaxy uh-huh. and it's just so aesthetic and beautiful i love the yellow i mean yellow is my it. favorite color but man the yellow suits him so well the yellow ball and like the blanket how he like, oh there's covers so much symbolism face. bethany oh, i know there is i know there is so much but man it's so it's so soft it's so soft it's so perfect yes. it's very just like singularity is very young. serendipity is very jimin oh very I mean, jimin oh perfect my mom loves serendipity and my mom does not care for bts <laughs> but she really likes serendipity i just it's so beautiful um I, it's just the perfect love song if you look at the lyrics um so i'll also i'll have to go more into like all the symbolism and everything when we actually talk about the video and when we get to do our Yoon ship series episode, I'll have to bring this song up again because it has a million, a million Yoon vibes. I actually used to think that Namjoon wrote this song for Jimin and Yoongi, but, yes. you know, we'll get into that later. <laughs> definitely, definitely correlates, though. I can see it. I mean, I remember being like, ah, oh, that's kind of a stretch when you were showing me way back in the day before you shipped Minjoon. But uh, back in the day, I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of get it. I kind of see it. Like some of the theories really do make sense. Well, you know, I could say the same thing about like Taekook stuff. It's just like how you want to look at it, you know, if you want it to be real or if like you don't, it's kind of like confirmation bias type thing. So I feel like back then I had a lot of confirmation bias. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I also need to talk about his perfect man performance because, I mean, it's iconic. 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 You cannot be a Jim and Stan and not know of this because it's honestly, it's groundbreaking. It's earth shattering. It's life changing. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the performance where BTS performs perfect man. So Jimin has got the straight orange hair. He has a black scoop neck t-shirt with like a black suit jacket that has white trim over it. And he's wearing black skinny jeans and he has like a chain on. And he just really slays visuals the entire performance. Oh, yeah. No, anytime I show this to non-BTS people, they are blown away. I mean, you don't have to like BTS to understand that this performance is, like you said, groundbreaking and earth shattering. I mean, amazing, amazing. I mean, he goes so hard. He goes so hard. His dancing is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mid-dance, he takes off his jacket, which, to be honest, completely changes things. And that's... <laughs> it's, really? It's, it does. <laughs> I mean, he just takes his freaking jacket off. When The way that he takes his jacket off and, like, he throws it and then gets back into the dance, that is honestly the most iconic moment of this dance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just so fucking sexy. And the way he stares at the camera and just his mood it's just ultimate boy band vibes first of all and second of all it's park jimin and there's also too many tongue slips for this kind of song that he's performing and just strong sexy dancing so it's very strong dancing his muscles are bursting basically while he's (laughs) doing this dance i mean you can see them and they're there yeah and it is sexy it's present i think all of the bts members are so sexy but oh my gosh this video yeah i mean (laughs) well if you think that that video is sexy um wait until this video now 
which the one that I'm going to talk about now is from the Mama Awards in 2014. At the beginning of the awards, they BTS did this like performance thing. It was like BTS versus Block B. So they kind of like did like a dance battle and then like Namjoon and like another member of Block B did like a rap battle. But the specific part that I'm talking about is just at the beginning of their performance, not the whole thing. So Jimin and J-Hope take part in a dance battle with two members of Block B. And this is during Boy in Love era, so our boy Jimin has fucking black hair. Black hair Jimin. Black hair Jimin. Um, <laughs> so... Demonic. Demonic. Uh, Jimin <laughs> and J-Hope, they dance to Get Out of Your Mind by Lil Jon, while fucking Block B dances to Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. So it's like, liter- It's so laughable. It really is laughable. <laughs> There's no comparison in this performance in just like badassness and danceability as well. Like Jimin and J-Hope just totally blow them out of the water. I mean, J-Hope, oh my goodness. But then you should go ahead and just say what Jimin does in this because wow. (laughs) So Jimin kind of wraps up this part of, he is the last one in the dance battle and he shuts that shit down because he comes in by doing his classic jump flip into the middle of the fucking stage and then he ends up taking off his black hoodie over his head. You know how guys will just grab like the the back like neck like the upper back of their shirts and just pull it off? Mm -hmm. That's what he did. I feel like that's so hot. So he did that to reveal a white tank top underneath which he immediately just ripped down the middle and he didn't rip it off all the way so like the bottom little last piece of it was still connected so it just kind of like hung down around his hips so he's wearing Uh white white jeans no shirt black hair and when he rips (laughs) his shirt you can see that on his left side on his ribs he has like a tattoo going vertically up and down and then like on his right side kind of underneath his right pec he has a tattoo going like horizontally Mm, and like these are like temporary tattoos of course but they are so fucking sexy oh so sexy (laughs) anyways it's just too much and right when he does that the song goes get out of your mind fuck that shit get out of your mind and it's just it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. Good again. Another video that I always show non BTS stands because I mean anyone who watches this is like jaw to the floor. I mean, so good, so sexy. How he just rips that shirt off, like fuck me up, just yeah, fuck me pe- up. People are like, wait, you can put that? They put that on TV? You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is entertainment. <laughs> yeah. A few other things that I want to talk about, Jimin. We're kind of getting to the end and winding down because mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like I've been talking for a hundred years about Jimin. Well, it's your bias, so naturally naturally I have to step back. <laughs> when we get to our Young episode, obviously I'm just going to be like, but let me say everything. I have so many opinions about him. Yeah, no, it's fine. So, uh, a couple other things that you should know is that Jimin is a fairy angel baby and he always interrupts the other members when they're doing solo V-lives. It's actually 
like a surprise if a member is doing a solo V live and Jimin doesn't show up and people in the comments will be like, where's Jimin? When is Jimin coming? Because everybody knows that Jimin is in the other fucking room watching this V live and he's just waiting for an opportunity to come in and interrupt. Yes, yes. Another thing is that Kayla, a lot of our listeners really liked how you described him as a celestial being way back when. I have... Yes, we've had multiple people talk about how they just loved how you referred to him as a celestial being. I was hanging out with Amber and Sarah the other day, and Amber, who isn't even really a Jimin stan all that much, but she's like, I just love how Kayla called him a celestial being. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's the it's a perfect way to describe him. He's, he's just not of this dimension. No. Sometimes he does stuff, and it's just like, you cannot be real. You are too perfect. He is a celestial being sent from the cosmos to mm-hmm. come to us like oh my god oh i love that i i didn't you know that's just some some shit that i said that i thought was true at the time i still think it's true <laughs> now <laughs> Another moment that I love of Jimin's is when they're like in the car and they're in LA and they're practicing like buying stuff. And oh, yes. Jimin goes, Hey, hey, how much, how much is, is this? this? And Jungkook next to him goes, No, 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 excuse me. And then Jimin goes, Oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's so cute. He's like trying to correct himself, but he gets so cute when he does it. Yes. And then he like wants to make up for being rude. So he goes, Oh, hey, you're very pretty. And <laughs> then the video cuts off, but it's just so funny and so cute Uh, perfect perfect uh we also we kind of already talked about his high notes but he's like the king of high notes Mm -hmm, yes i mean yeah he is the bts member who they are like all right we need some really pretty beautiful high notes going on in the background and jimin always jimin always forever Mm -hmm. i also want to say that in burn the stage we can see that he's had some insecurities about his his voice but he sings so beautifully acoustically oh uh, yes there, there's a video where him and Jin are just hanging out and Jin is playing the guitar and Jimin is just singing butterfly and it is absolutely oh, angelic yes. and beautiful and just you know and they're just he's like leaning back he's not having good posture or anything he's like has his legs up on the table sitting in a chair on his phone not even paying attention that much just you know mindlessly singing butterfly and it is just beautiful so i just want to give him that honor and mention that you know he has a beautiful voice yes 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 we need to start like a trend on twitter i don't know how twitter works because i literally don't tweet but we need to start some sort of trend somewhere. I guess Twitter's the place to do it. But getting Jimin and Jin to just do an acoustic song together. Oh my god. Yes. I mean, we've heard like RM and Young do stuff. And we've heard Jungkook and RM do stuff. Like, it's time. It's time for Jin and Jimin to do an acoustic cover of something. Yes. That'd be so perfect. Yes. We need it. We need it. Thank you. We want the K-drama. Somebody. <laughs> We want the K-drama. We want it. <laughs> also, I feel like we should mention, because you always say this, you always say, Jimin is such a little hoe. Jimin is a hoe. <laughs> I, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah, I had to, I just typed it in at the bottom. I don't know if you see it, but I wrote hoe moments. So do you want to talk about Jimin being a hoe? Yes, with his caring and nurturing personality. <laughs> 
I feel that it gets a little flirt. I think he's a flirt. He's a total flirt. <laughs> this boy, he is very affectionate, but sometimes I think he just likes to be a little extra touchy. Yep. I think he, I mean, I think he has an impact on people. Sure. I think that he, yeah, I mean, I think that when he touches you, you get the tingles. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong with being a hoe. No, I mean, no, absolutely not. Hoe it out. I don't resent it. <laughs> but he definitely is a little hoe. And as he is very close to all the members, I I mean, you can see it in J-Hope's V-Lives. You can see it in his relationship with Tae Young. Mm-hmm. We can see it with Min Joon. We can see it with Jin. I mean, he throws himself on members. And it almost, I think, makes them feel just a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But like an uncomfortable, like, oh, he's touching me, like, all over. Like, I mean, naturally, if someone is to throw their whole body on you, even if you're really close to him, like, Kayla, if I was to throw myself, like... We don't do that. No, we don't. (laughs) But if I was to touch you the way that Jimin touches the other members, like, you can't help but to get a little, like flustered and oh. I think he makes every single one of the members flustered and I think he knows he does it and I think he kind of likes it he's just sure. a flirt and he's a little ho it's something he just enjoys doing yeah good for him I'm not mad I'm not mad about it <laughs> I'm not mad okay so that was Park Jimin hopefully that's Jimin in a nutshell I feel like I said I feel like I've talked about him for a hundred years but I really could talk about him for a hundred years so it was just kind of my goal with this episode to try to do him the smallest amount of justice you know honor him in some way put love out into the universe for Park Jimin yes yes we would love to hear from you guys if you know your thoughts on this episode your thoughts on other things we've talked about uh if you want to talk to us about anything going on in the bts world we want to talk to you so you can email us at standing bts podcast at gmail.com and we are on twitter at standing bts pod so follow us interact with us on there make sure that you're voting for the bbmas right now on twitter yep and you can follow our pre-existing fangirl instagram account called sugar cookie jams and you can find links to all of that in the description in the description so thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts